We live? Oh, 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 o
Later, the vocals were scrapped and a bunch of shit happened, but I did initially mix the peep verse, so I give myself credit for touching happened. the vocals. Yeah, yeah. You, you touched it. <laughs> you touched it. If I touch it, mm-hmm. I claim it. And it wasn't just touching it. You know, I fully mixed the song, and yeah. then it was just changed and never released, so the song is there somewhere. So, okay, the rest are um, Mike Jones, Dax, Caskey. <clears throat> uh, I put my brother Big Cliff Streets Gov at the top, too. Uh, Kirko Bangs, Bobby Valentino, Rizzo, Filthy Rich, Mozzie, Swizz, um, Skinny Chip Yadded. That's uh, shout out to Skinny. Yeah, Yadid. that's Elber Mack. He was actually a pro NFL player for shout the Bucks. Shout out to Midwest Sands, Blends Texas. in Wichita, yeah, Kansas. Yeah, no, shout facts. out Midwest Blends. You need a link. I need a cut. <laughs> <laughs> so King Little G, Vincent Steez, Twisted Insane, Mars. Um, Many people Mars might. Is Mars is a yeah. huge horrorcore rapper. He was on. Yeah. Wasn't he on CNN? Because like three of his fans killed their fucking family or something. Oh shit! There's like a CNN interview on YouTube because I didn't know who the dude was, and the dude sent me the Mars vocals and knows Mars real well. And I, he's like, look him up on YouTube, and I watched there's that interview. A story. And I was like, if there's a story. <laughs> that's a story for yeah, you. Yeah, I was Damn. like, wow. So T. Rel, um, Andrew Van Devon Estrella, and. If you don't know the name, he was the main uh, makeup artist for Love and Hip Hop New York and L.A. And is probably he's in the top five uh, makeup artists in Los Angeles. So when a show or a famous person needs makeup, they get that list, and he's A-list. Like, they'll call him, and we need you in New York, and, you know, right after you land, and they'll just fly him out there. And I mean, he's I, – I knew him – what's crazy is he's – you know, dropping albums now, but I knew him way before any of that shit when he was just a beat maker, piano player. Yeah. So I was, I'm real impressed with him. So, Lil Kiki, um, man, shout out to Houston. Shout entirely. out Houston, um, Brown Boy. He was, uh, um, I think this was in the '90s. He was like uh, one of the bigger or biggest Hispanic artists at the time, and he had a s- single called Superman. I think he probably still gets bitches based on the song. But, <laughs> um, basic music, another horrorcore a- artist. Uh, Big HUD to heavyweight, um, and that's that's more Houston stuff. Or no, he's Dallas. ESG, um, Young Red of Switch House, King Rashi of BDBO, Fat Pimp, Little Ronnie Mother S, Mother S, <laughs> Little Little Ronnie's gonna kill me. Little Ronnie Mother F, um, and then. Okay, Super Shaq Gonzo. He uh, works with Roy, Roy Fresco now. He's doing big things. Uh, That's a crazy you see list. This list. Yeah, this, this is a crazy and he, list. And right it's, now. it's like <laughs> I, he can keep going. Oh, we're yeah. we're not done. We're, I mean, we're getting in there. But are we halfway through this? <laughs> we're about half. Yeah, we're yeah we're about half or a little over half. Giovanni the King. Shout out Gio. He's in uh, Dallas too. Um, Irv Defenom, Vincent Steez. Uh, Chino G. De Niro, uh, Scatter Magaz- Scatterman and Snug Brim, Mr. Chaz, uh, Manish Law. Um, I included all, m- all of my boys from Triple M. Shout out uh, Southside Dash, Bez Dog, Paris Mason, Savelle Johnson. Um, and then included in my little list of, you know, my OG artists, uh, C-Rib, shout out uh, Christian. Shout out C-Rib. Yeah. C-Rib, real cool guy. Oh, real cool. He's a big homie. He's real cool. Um, Kevin Frankamp, he's uh, the brother, obviously, of 
uh, Connor Frankamp from from WSU basketball. I never wanted to put that connection together, but I kind of assumed that. Yeah, that's but, his brother. Yeah, I've heard, I've seen him. I'll have to like send you some of Kevin's unreleased music, like not to shit on shit on my boy Kevin, but um, he kind of is. How do I put this? Shy with the music, like one of the dopest rappers in my opinion in the city, but like doesn't push it hard. I'll have to send you some of the records that he hasn't dropped yet that are like. Send it through. I'm like, dog, if I'm telling you that my face is holy shit, everyone else will be like, holy shit. I'm like, because I don't just gas people up. I never have. Like, ain't going to help you. But then these were. More there was a group called Metaphysics. Um, and I don't know if they're all still um, uh, together, but they were out of Houston and Kansas. But that was Jules uh, Jaqueen. Really, he goes by Q. I don't even know. Sorry for fucking your name up. I never know. <laughs> uh, there was Mavo, Doc T, Foolish, and then there was um, uh, a few more, and then. <clears throat> Going on, of course, there's, um, you know, Drix and Smooth. Um, and sorry for anyone I forgot. This is just the shit on my, that I've added when I, I remember. Like on my, yeah, on my Ruiner Labs page. So some of the newer people just aren't on there because I haven't. Um, if you've noticed, I've backed off of Facebook and a lot of shit. And just um, some hacker from, like, Malaysia flooded my Ruiner Labs page with, over 200 one-star reviews. Yo. So it took me from a 5.0 we, to We actually got somebody on the phone that wants to shout you out. What up? So we got the one and only Scooney on the phone. Oh, Scoon. What's happening? <laughs> Yo, so being that we got one of the OGs in the building, um, how much of an influence has Craig been to you, Scoon? the hardest workers we got and he's one of the realest too. Scooney. Scooney. Scoon, uh tell him the story about when I was blacked out mixing. You gotta tell him that one. Blacked out mixing. <laughs> <laughs> Passing out during the mixing and shit. Like. So did you just wake up and it was there? 
Why well, I I didn't yeah, even I, really I, remember I it. Up, I woke up and he sent me that, and that was the track name, so I knew he was on some shit. Like, you that's, know, that's, that's the guy. <laughs> next guy. I, I knew that nigga was the mix god. I didn't question that nigga no more. <laughs> That's it. Like, I ain't fucking with nobody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shit. That's real. That's real. You got stories with your mixed guy. We got many. We could, me and Scooney could probably tell hours of uh, stories inside and outside the studio. <laughs> but, yo, Scoon, we ain't going to hold you for too long, bro. We appreciate your time, man. I appreciate you. Hey, thanks for calling in, bro. I'm going to hit you up soon. Love. Shout out, Scooney. Shout Scooney. out to Scooney. Shout out Scooney. See, he got the Relica shirt on right now. Show that shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a Scooney shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cop you one. You know what I mean? Hey, we're here to appreciate you, bro. You, I you, appreciate you, it. I need it. Right. I need it right yeah. now. I've been going through some shit lately. Yeah, so 100%, you know, like, man. Like, we, like, you know what they always say. You you always got to give people their roses, you know, while they're here. You know what I'm saying? And thank you, you, sir. You've put in work. So we got to definitely appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? For real. And I really appreciate it. Like, I'm not just saying that. Like, Most definitely. Super, Most super definitely. duper. Yeah, and this is long overdue. So, like I always say, man. Like I always say. <laughs> There's a like formula to, to this shit right now. There's a formula to what's going on in the city. I always say if your song is recorded and mixed by Ruiner, you got the beat from Trill, you get the beat from, or you uh, get the video from Hit King. That's the formula for this shit right now in the mm-hmm. city. And there's a there's a couple other ones. Other and it's crazy to be a part there. of that. Right, for sure. Um, one other producer I wanted to mention is um, Peso Pity. Um, shout out Peso. Shout out to shout Peso, out Peso. The <laughs> most petty motherfucker I know. That is my guy. Shout out to Patrick. He just, you know, I just. I love um, that guy, man. No, he's lit. After the um, stuff I was dealing with last month, uh, me and Peso were talking, and I gave him uh, an Axiom 25 weighted key MIDI keyboard and a 49 key um, virus MIDI keyboard. It was mm-hmm. like. The virus keyboard is probably three hundred. I'm not trying to brag on what it costs, but I just wanted, you know, a talented producer to yeah, have that shit because right I don't now. even like to fucking make beats. And yeah, he said when I gave him that, he messaged me the next day and he was like, "11 beats deep, shooting for 50 by next weekend." I was like, "Facts." So, we but, need to bring Peso back, man. Yeah, we actually he's had, like we actually so he in came the shadows, in, He came in with Blake Edwards. Oh yeah, they I had a tag team episode. Yeah, <laughs> they literally tagged. And <laughs> as soon as Peso sat down, I said, "We finna get petty in this bitch." Like, I'm like, "Let's Peso talk." Petty. Tell me, I'm oh, like, if, tell I, me if, if I could show some of me and Peso's conversation, man, yeah, Peso, I know. Uh, oh, I already know one of the funniest guys. Okay, so like, I'm almost done with this list. You know, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> 250 names okay. later. I don't know if I mentioned Scooney yet, but shout out Scooney. That's shout one of my, Scooney. you know, dogs from day one. For he sure. He's literally one of the first people that called me and was like, hey, can I get a session? And it was right after I met Cliff. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. And he came in with Blake Warrior. And uh, they had this back and forth hook that was so confusing. And I turned around and I'm like, you know how fucking confusing this shit is? And they're like, yeah. And I'm I was like, this shit is so fucking confusing. I was like, God, I was getting pissed. And I got it done. And after the Scooney was rolling, and uh, after that, we've, you know, been recording together ever since, ever since. But, okay, so Scooney, 
Big Sam, Blazin, Brandy Alexis, Case Q, DJ Crazy A. He was a DJ in Manhattan. He actually hooked me up with the Herb DeFenom feature. Um, Young Near, uh, he was a producer for the Migos, and he was also the dude. Have you seen the video for OG Bobby Johnson? Yeah. He's the dude that was holding the gun with the potato on the barrel in the video. Okay. I don't think he had anything else to do with that song, but he is a potato barrel guy. <laughs> <laughs> but he does make fucking fire he has made some some of the beats for the mugas but um boy guan lawyer jones mr 2000 um and one of my day ones voke from 1119 abm i don't know if he's even rapping anymore or on the internet or i I know he got a shitload of kids and so he has real life shit to deal with Uh, not that all of us don't but some different shit you know um and that's the list i have here and I know I'm forgetting like a lot of artists. I've been. I don't think I've added any that I've recorded in the last year. So if I forgot your name, you can cuss me out or you know. Much love to everyone I've ever recorded. It's you know. I've met as you you know. If you just heard the list I've read, I've met. Those are the people that I've mixed that are real real notable, and I meet like ten times more people in that list. And then I record twice as many people as yeah. that list. And I meet new people every mm-hmm. day. So when people pull up and I don't know their name, I'm not being a dick. My memory I've I've been partying, I'll just put I've been partying since I was fourteen and I'm thirty six. And I'm, I haven't taken a break. So <laughs> it affects some people in different ways. My memory isn't is pretty actually pretty good. But when you're talking about like five hundred to a thousand people and imagine, you got all the mixes. Imagine how many like, people this guy meets like within a oh, year. Oh, dude. Because one artist might bring eight people with him. Yeah. And then the next time, you know, a year later, they might bring that same person. Like, oh, you don't remember me? You ain't got to take it personal. Let, you know what yeah, I mean? like, I, too many people. Yeah, like, I'm sorry, man. I'll be cool with you. But, yeah, it's nothing personal. But unless you come regularly or, like, something like this, yeah. like, we're, I'll always remember you guys. You know what I mean? Do remember you guys. But unless it's, like, some event or something or, you know... Uh, there's even been. I'm I'm fucked with names. I yeah, I'm. S- now. I'm bad. I'm like, fucked with names, but I'm good. Oh, here's places. another person to shout out and a good story. There's a kid. Uh, he goes by Johnny Mac in the music, but his name is Jalen Jalen Macius. And there's a, another Jalen named Woosie Woosie Teefs. I think he's either Elbert brother yeah. or yeah. is it his brother? Yeah. Yeah, and okay, so when Woosie first hit me up, I don't know why, but I saved his name in my phone is Jalen and I know Jalen Johnny Mac like super good like we go out and drink and you know hang out with the family and shit and had for years so he hits me up uh, let me get this session I'm like cool and he pulls up and it's woosie and he hops out of the car and I was like you look different like I was kind of <laughs> drunk and he he was like what's up it's woosie I'm like oh shit and he's like why i'm like oh nothing i was like i explained the story to him and he started he's laughing like, but i'm like, like i'm not tripping i know all black people don't look like, like <laughs> god damn yeah he know i didn't mean it like that but like no i'm joking I'm but joking. there's been there's been um plenty of times where um not like that but similar situations or i'm really bad about double booking like someone's yeah. like can i come in seven on friday cool Someone else call me can i come in like- seven on friday i don't even look at my yeah cool that's cool because i don't i don't keep reminders i don't keep calendars yeah. it's just i book shit and when i know i'm gonna be at the house if you show up and i'm there then it's on it's, yeah. if i'm not then we'll probably have to talk about it reschedule <laughs> you know but it fucks shit up sometimes. so you've had someone pull up on you while somebody's in the studio multiple times. many times or the story scooney just told you like 
I didn't think um, uh, anyone was coming after that. And I literally mm-hmm. drank like over a liter of hen. Like this, the, they was getting down on the hen when I pulled up. Oh yeah, it I was drank. like this much left, and then uh, Scoon was like, "You can you can knock it off." And I was like, "God damn, y'all getting down." In 2014 was my worst year of partying, and I would I mean we were knocking back like fists to 1.75s a hen and Ciroc like almost every fucking night. Or I was I was recording um, this dude who's a pimp in Dallas, like a a real pimp, like he was wanted for. Some shit. Some shit. And <laughs> and he actually had girls and, you know, all, all that shit. But when he came, it was like bottles of Bel Air, what you want for the liquor store. I'd be like, some hen. And he would bring back, you know. The legit. The, the I'm like, bruh. And, like, I, I my tolerance is to the point I could kill a 175 in a, in a night. And that's when I was getting big. Like, physically big. Started getting that little fat weight. Started getting that dad weight. Oh, dude. Mm. And, yeah, I was doing more shit than drinking, but fuck. (laughs) I had to calm down. Drinking and eating good. Shit, ruining the labs on the run, shit. Yeah, that was my first, like, really good year where I was really getting money and shit had turned around and it wasn't like I was just wasting money in the studio and not seeing a return. And then, you know, I got into the green and it was like the year where I was like, you know, fuck it, I deserve to party. And yeah, and you just like I got I it out of my shit. system. Yeah. But yeah, it was more of a I earn this shit. I'm, you know, I'm gonna do this shit. I'm that dude right now. Yeah. Um, and once you get it, fuck. you know, you're young. You know, once right. you start seeing that money, you're like, shit, like <laughs> let's let's hang out. And then the atmosphere that you're in, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, there's all different types of shit. You well, know if everyone's I mean? drinking, I can't just sit there sober during a six hour session when everyone's fucked up. Nah, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm kind of an alcoholic, so if you even have liquor around me, I want some. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like shit. Like, you ain't gonna share. <laughs> weren't you drinking? You were drinking him the night that no. us, or no, no, Schoon was, and then I started drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I pulled up. And it was <laughs> this much, it was this was much left, and they said, "Yo, that's Craig." Craig was in that chair, leaning back. Said, "What's up, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> Went right back to work. Yeah, right back to work, and then like, you could tell all their faces a little, huh? Yeah, you know what I mean. So he went ahead and turned that light on. I was like, "Let me get to work." <laughs> Yeah, when I see Hennessy, I, I have a problem. I have to, I have to have. Some. That okay. The night that I came, Scooney lost the L. Oh yeah, and Scooney lost the L. Lost the L at the couch to the oh, so to the point to the we point he was gonna roll the couch. Him, yeah, the, the couch L. was the the fucking legs were up. The couch was moved all the way up. Nah, he was so the, we had all the shit. That's out like of the that couch. time we I were, text you, asked you if you found that bag. Oh, shit. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Nah, but yo, I swear, we was about to turn that couch upside down and start shaking that shit. It'd be like and that. just like, yo, I know I had it. Yo, I know I had it. I was it. like, damn, if they can't find it when they leave, I'm about to, <laughs> <laughs> about to find it. We stepped, we stepped outside for a smoke break. We all, I had my black or whatever. Blake comes out of nowhere. He's like, "Oh, I found it." <laughs> like, like, he did come out yeah, hella he smooth. Out of like, nowhere what? was just like, "Oh, here." here Wasn't it just on the side, right? Yeah, pl- plain side. Sound so like, so like, oh, like you didn't look right there. Like, I was oh, just like, shit. I hate uh, that. My wife does that to me. I lose uh, something, getting so pissed it's looking wife, for it's it. Wife's job. Yeah, and she'll be like, "No, for real." It's on. It's on the counter to the right. I'd be like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, "Oh my god, She's like, "Who do you think?" That's why I just I just ask my wife now. She gets mad. Like I'll ask her. I'll be like, "Yo, you see my hat? 
I put it with the rest of the heads are like, like okay, cool. you'll be doing that your they whole make marriage. Seem like, 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 <laughs> duh, is where the rest of the yo. Heads I tell are. my wife something, tell me if I'm tripping or not. I tell my wife today, I said, it's not that you like to argue with me, you do like to argue with me, <laughs> but if I say something, you just want to say the opposite. Yeah, you know just, what they call just that? Just to see if I can prove you wrong in a way. It's called a woman. Well, <laughs> well, that and in psychology they call it a polarity responder. That it doesn't matter what someone says or someone close to them says. It doesn't matter. They will respond in the polar opposite. So they call it a polarity. What does it mean when it's just specifically your husband? <laughs> when when all of a sudden it's broke down. Well, listen, to anybody else? She's no, just doing that type wife. of behavior. What it's called it? a wife. Yeah, man. See, I'm a year. Into Me and my shit, wife so. are in, like yeah. that with food. I'm like, you should you should try this. I just ordered this. You know. It's, Blah blah blah. Cost this much. It's fire. We not I just already know. She'll take a bite, and she'll be like, "I don't like it." I'm like, "You do, you just don't like it because I got it because I like it." And she's like, "That's <laughs> she, not it." See, and I'm like, "We're not I'm going with, here." Bro. I'm cool with that. <laughs> mine is like this. We order something, right? You got your plate. I got mine. She'll be like, "You want to try? You want to try some?" That's her saying, I want to try some of yours, oh, yeah. and I'm offering a piece of mine. But me, I'm the type where I was like, yo, I ordered this. If like, yours looks good, I'd be like, okay, bet, cool, whatever, if I thought about ordering it. But if I didn't even think about ordering that shit, I'm like, enjoy your shit. I yeah. got my shit. Let That's a wife thing. Nah, she's right. like, you going to give me a piece. Like, <laughs> whether you like that shit or I'm not. I'm still, yeah. Shout out to our wives because yeah, not I'm not real. trying to go home and get Yeah, crazy. shout out wifey. We're just airing our, you know what I mean, grievances. Man. We love y'all. But they don't listen. They don't they don't listen to us. They probably won't watch this whole podcast. Nope. So. nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're going to get to the scoony part and they're going to say, "Oh, that was so sweet that he called." And that's it. <laughs> About 4 minutes in, they'll turn I'll be like, "What do you think of the podcast?" Oh, it, it was, was cool. Good. It, was, it good. was good. It was real good. Yeah, you sound good. I sent you the, I sent you you the link it. about 15 <laughs> minutes ago. It's an hour. <laughs> yeah, this is an hour-long interview. I sent it to you 10 minutes ago. You watched the whole thing? Yeah. Oh, I skimmed through it. Word. That's how you get Okay. Let's start from the very beginning. 20-something minutes into the episode. <laughs> Let's start from the very beginning. Where? When did Craig decide to put the laptop or put the computer in front of him and I feel like it was process. before the laptop and the computer I feel like he started on like a four track I can and he's right because the first history the first I'm 36 the first piece of recording hardware I used when I was nine years old I used a task cam four track and I still have it still works yeah still Sounds like shit. You kept it in there. But, <laughs> but you kept it in working condition. Yeah, it's, yeah. In, it's in mint condition. They, You know, originally those used to go for like 100 bucks, mm-hmm. and now I've seen them go on eBay for four to 800 just because it's nostalgic tape gear that mm-hmm. no one makes yeah. any, anymore. Uh, my dad was um, a touring musician in a band. He's been playing guitar for over 56 years. So I grew up, grew up every moment of my life um, you know, my mom's water broke in a club during one of my dad's um, concerts. So <laughs> since the womb, I've heard music nothing through but. nothing but music. And, you know, how I I'll get to the, you know, further on the recording. But how I got into rap is I grew up just hearing guitar all day, every day, to the point that I started to get pissed and I just didn't like guitar. Because, I mean, like literally... Like how that's I mix, that's mm-hmm. and it's like my wife doesn't really like rap because that's all she hears out of my studio. You know, yeah. not that she doesn't, you know, likes like rap, but she 
after yeah, this. She's just tired yeah. of hearing it. You gotta hear something. Tired of hearing it. And so um I started looking at other music and um I grew up on thirteenth of Fairmount and my neighbor um Tonner, <laughs> who was like one of the worst kids, um one of them. No, he wasn't Earl Bell was the worst, don't kill me. Um, you probably don't remember I lived by you, but uh Tonner brought <laughs> over uh Easy E, Easy Does It. Um and before that, I, I had some, you know, just some regular, you know, CDs, classic stuff. And uh, that kind of like, I got that. And then a girl at school a couple of years later um, got me some CD. I forgot what it was. And I was buying them every once in a while. But when I was 14 and I went to Southeast, a girl named Deborah Howard, she... Um, I remember his name. Oh I, yeah, I, that's what I said. I got a good memory, but there's I some, there's certain shit. Certain like, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah like I, I remember this and like I'm other the same shit. Way, bro. So I'm Deborah the same came way. and gave me um, Outcast at Atlians, and like at the time I didn't even know what the fuck ATL meant. You know what I mean? Yeah, ATL. The fuck is so I call I I called it just aliens because I didn't know what the fuck they were. But I had um, I was always into car stereo. So since my first car. Um, you know, I got my first job at 14 and by 16, I bought my first car as an 88, uh, Cadillac DeVille with two punch, uh, 15s and a, I think it was a thousand watt RMS, uh, Orion, uh, HCCA comp amp. And it was the loudest, uh, that, uh, yeah, that's an easy one to remember. That was the loudest shit in the world. I got so many noise complaints and pulled over so many times in that car. Like so many, I probably got... 10 different police incidents in that car oh, in like shit. a year. Count. But um, This car got to go. So, like, basically, I was just a rap fan up until my mid-20s. Um, and I got into an incident that I won't even get into that story, but it led me to prison. Um, and so in 2006, uh, you need to not be a felon to um, work at a liquor store. You know what I mean? In 2006, I caught the case. I went to trial in 2007. Uh, I didn't completely lose. I mean, I w- went to prison, but I-, I was facing a lot more time than that. Uh, I was facing 20. And I got a year. I'm, I'm cool with that. Bless so, yeah. uh, when I, so I went to prison in 2007, but only for 34 days because I made appeal bond, which is really rare to bond out of prison. But I got granted an appeal bond, and I was basically on house arrest. It was. I, I wish I would have never done it. You know, I don't know because it's what got me into music. But I was sitting in the basement just on house arrest. Like, uh, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Like, this sucks. Can't work anymore. You know, all my computer certifications and my work history is bullshit now. And uh, I was talking to my friend uh, Sam Foster. Um, he was like. Hey man, like he, I just knew him on the internet. He's like, I know you like music. Like, you ever used uh, Logic before? And I'm like, No, what is that? And he's like, Let me, uh, let me send you Logic. And it was Logic Seven. And he's like, He's like, Let me send you Logic. And he was a programmer and sent me like a bootleg box to plug in. Mm-hmm. And so I got it for free. And uh, he showed me how to, you know, make use it like in a technical sense, not yeah. like here's how to play the piano or anything. Um, and I, he sent it to me, and within two days, I started fucking with it, and I'm like, I can actually make melodies. Like, I realized, like, I'm real talented with the piano by ear. Like, mm-hmm. I was making complicated melodies, and in a week, I had made a couple beats that were decent, and I'm like, okay, I got something here. I'll and so I didn't have anything else to do. Literally, 
didn't have a car anymore or anything. So almost 24 hours a day or whatever for, you know, whatever time I was awake mm-hmm. was spent on the music, on the music, on learning logic. And I've read every manual from seven to 10 mm-hmm. and, um, that's all I did. That's all I still do. But, um, yeah. you know, back then, you know, 2007, there was, I was not getting anything in return. Like it's, especially from, um, from the beats, like, I don't know. The beat game has always been fucked up to me where it's real. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Where it's real hard to get money. So by 2011, so I went back to prison in 2010. My appeal ran out. I lost my appeal and went to prison, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Get out in 2011. I was on parole. So now I'm on fucking house arrest again until t- 2013. So 2011, I get, I get, <laughs> yeah, this, it, Damn. yeah, it was, uh, like a, thinking back, I don't know how I've actually made it through that, and it doesn't seem like a big deal. And at the time, it was a, it sucked. You take for granted some shit like stuff freedom like and that. shit. Yeah. yeah. Now I value just like I could I could be broke and lose everything, and I'm still not in prison. Yeah. That's how it looks. So we good. So we good. Yeah. That's what I. So I've never expected much out of life, but and you know after that, but from 2011 to 2013 when I got it, I really like. You know, I'm free again. I'm just going to go for it. And I was rapping at the time, and I dropped, a, I think, a 20-track project and then, a, like, another 10-track project. And I was more into going to the clubs and doing shows, uh, mainly to meet bitches and shit. And, you know, there's added shit that comes along with the rap. Yeah. Like, the music is one thing. If the music's cool, you get all kinds of perks. Every, a lot yeah. of the lifestyle is what I've always loved. Like, once I found out what the lifestyle was and started getting love from a lot of angles. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this, this is what I want to do. Yeah. And then I couldn't, you know, I was <clears throat> one reason I understand artists cause I am one and people don't know in 2011 through 13 or really 2011, 2012, I was trying to make it and I was spending money on videos. I was spending money on engineers. I was spending money on graphics. I was spending money on my, the logo I have was outsourced to London. I mean, I was spending money. I had a clothing line and spending money on that. And yes. and then I got, I, yeah, I got tired, tired of just like sinking money and to the point I was so in debt and I was, and I was like, fuck. And I was in this rap group with, uh, a dude named Flick drank. Shout out, shout out, Flick. Um, and it was uh, him and I know, and it was in a group called Die Young Familia. And uh, <clears throat> through that, we'd be in the studio smoking blunts and drinking like all day. And I mean all day. When I wake up, they come over. We get they they bring all the party supplies. I got the equipment, yeah. and I would make beats live, and then we would all start writing and we were, w- would record it and. I stopped rapping, but they were still rapping. So I started making, I still was making beats for them and mixing them. And I was getting pissed off because I could not get the fucking vocals to sound right. Yeah. And I mean, so pissed off. And when I can't do something, like I will break my back trying to like, you know, get good at it. So um, I just, you know, all day, every day since then was trying. And it got to the point where, so, you know, people were hearing hearing my shit and hearing my name and like, you know, let's work. And, um, uh, yeah, like just doing it repetitively is where I got. And 
Uh, shout out. So the end of the story in the beginning of Ruiner Labs is shout out Mr. 2000, uh, Jamon. Uh, him and his friend Lawyer Jones are the first people that did like albums with me, you know, like 24 tracks, 74 minute LPs. And so I kind of, you know, it was like 10 bucks an hour or something, you know, what I mean? or maybe even less or kind of deal. I didn't really give a fuck. I was trying to learn. So there's twofold, but, uh, like just, you know, 24 tracks and 24 tracks. And like, I was, you know, I'm fast now. I wasn't fast then. So one track might take four hours, like, you know, or days. And, uh, <clears throat> It can take 15 to 30 minutes, typically an hour. Um, I have a two-hour minimum because if you really, like, I'd say if you really want it to sound crazy industry, like, two hours is good. And then maybe come back for, like, an hour of touch-ups. Or I tell people to um, get a notepad out, listen to it for a week, write down anything that you think needs to be changed, and then look at the list and then contemplate what you want to change and see if what you want to change will um how much will it add or how much will it subtract or does it do either? Cause if it's negligible, if it's like, maybe it adds a little, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't, Yeah. who gives a fuck? So yeah. I'd say about two, two hours, but I've mixed songs in 15 minutes before. As fast mix as God. someone can um, record, I can usually mix. So. Mix God. And there's levels to the s- spitting too. I've got, <clears throat> I've seen people take three hours to fucking spit out one song. I've seen people with fire shit uh, do it like one take, two verses, one take the hook, and be out of the booth in five minutes. So, Schoon, yeah. So you saw Schoon. Schoon will go in there and does not need to fuck around. He just does his verse and gets out. And we got such a synergy because he does his shit his way. I do shit my way. There's no, we don't got any suggestions for each other. Hey, this Pump is, out music. This is how crazy the chemistry is. <laughs> Schoon's in there spitting, and he'll stop me. He'll say, yo, take me back or something, something. Greg will say, right here, good? Yeah. And he'll go, literally. And, and we're rapid there. fire doing and this. He's, yeah, and he's, and he's like, do it again, and it's like instantly oh, right there. Instant, instant, <laughs> instant, instant. To the point he Years can sit of back. training yourself. He can sit back, yeah, for, it, he can sit back it, for a second. Repetition. He sends a message real quick and shit. Right back on like it's it's yeah, artwork. It, yeah. It's really to the work. point I don't I don't have to focus at all. If you like it's a habit, but I'm usually like while I'm recording on my phone dicking around like the whole time and like doing the key commands because you can only do the same key commands eight to sixteen hours a day every day for a decade and you know, it's like muscle memory, like lifting yeah. your arm or something at this point. Like, yeah. Even if I take I took a couple months off and came back and I was like, Fuck, am I gonna have to like practice again and then I was like oh nope just like, like riding a bike we're good. yeah it's, it's good. yeah it's, just, it's, it's like, like riding a bike in, I mean yesterday's episode uh, the the engineers are the unspoken heroes of the industry definitely the engineers do not get the credit that they truly deserve they they really don't and there's another engineer in town Jacob Mueller and he was one of the first people I met that actually that's when I was really crazy back in 2012 it was the middle of the night and i was living with some chick on the north side and there could be a huge story. <laughs> I'm sampling I'm, that. Yo, I'm I'm love, sampling I love when Craig gives me that look and his eyes like get big for like a quick second and he's just like 
memories. Like, yeah. like, he had, like, shit kind of like just goes through his head. He's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I can't, talk about, that. can't up, talk about that. I can't talk about that. I was living with this shit. I was, I was driving down, I think, either 31st or 27th, and it was, like, 3 in the morning doing some shit I shouldn't be doing. And I get this phone call. I'm like, hey, what up? And he's like, hey, this is um, Jacob Mueller with, uh, at the time he was working with Ballistic, with blah, blah, blah Studios. I uh, heard some of your dubstep beats, man, on... Uh, <laughs> On uh, YouTube, and I was wondering if I could teach you a, a little bit about um, the hardware side of audio. If you could teach me a little about Beats. I've got an Avalon SP737. I've got a Neumann TLM 103. I've got an Apogee um, Duet Mata. And, and I, was like, I was like, hey, bro, I don't know what the fuck any of that is, but <laughs> oh. uh, we can we can link up, bro. Like, Just text me an address, and I'll come through tomorrow. And he was like, oh, that sounds good. But I was really on some different shit. And I was the fucker. I was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. seven what you know what I mean? and now, now Crazy, I talk like get that strap. <laughs> get the strap who the fuck is this is a setup <laughs> damn so how many years with him? he's been he's been for real for us since what 2013 2014 he's been I've been for real since like 2000 Six really. Well, I, I mean, like, as but as far as like as, as, stop, as, as like daily, this, no, I was nonstop in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, the engineering shit pretty much since two thousand thirteen or two, late two thousand twelve, two thousand. The um actual music and beats, like I was doing beats um way more in that time period of uh, two thousand six to two thousand ten, and I was where I was doing like I'm serious. I'd be sitting there for sixteen hours like wake up at nine and go to bed at, at, you know, four or five in the morning. And that time is not spent leaving or fucking around. That's, I got the logic manual out. I got the keyboards out. I'm got YouTube up on the laptop. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like just wanted it so fucking bad. 20 and, hours paid your dues. Yeah. I went, um, I actually, two things about that time period up until 2012, I, I got hospitalized in 2009 and I was was doing the music shit and I didn't know I'd been up for almost five days without food. Um, and I didn't know. I just it was literally for like I was I was in the fumes and in the zone. And um, yeah, I got I committed to Good Shepherd and they said it was a manic episode that what you were doing was you know drive driving yourself into this into this place where you know you you want the super fuel and mm-hmm. you you've now had a full blown episode where when you do that you kind of lose your fucking mind for that a really minute does happen. so it that really does yeah. and, it, and it happens if you don't take so i learned to take care of myself but and then um through all this people don't know i i filed bankruptcy in like 2012 cuz i had sunk like you know, a hundred grand into the studio and didn't see a fucking dollar back. Mm-hmm. Not, not, a, well, my, I'll, th- this is a good story. My first beat I sold was in 2007. The dude emails me like, Hey, I like this beat. And it was like a 50 cent style beat when he was hot. Like it was called like uh gunplay or something like that. And I'm like, Oh, that's what's up. He's like, how much you want for it? I was like, honestly, bro, like 20 bucks. I, I don't really care. Like I'm not tripping. And, uh, he was like, all right, and I'm like, uh, you got PayPal? And he's like, no, can I send it through the mail? I'm like, through, like, the U.S. mail? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but I can't, I guess, but I can't send you the beat until I get it. So I get it, and uh, the I get a letter that says they're holding a, a envelope for me at the post, 
you know, post office. So I go up there and they're like, yeah, whoever sent this used a fraudulent stamp, you know, the stamp on the front of the stamp book that's for a show. They just taped that on there. So you owe a dollar forty nine. So I had to <clears throat> message the dude and be like, Hey bro, you gotta give me this dollar forty nine. I'm not up. sending the fuck. <laughs> so people wonder why I'm a I'm a uh, can come off as an asshole if the money is funny because I've been I've I've been through this since 2007 arguing about fucking dollar forty nine. I don't just either have the money or don't have. The That's money. what happens, fuck. man. This motherfucker mailed it. Mailed, fake stamp. Tried to charge me for. The... He mailed cash. Cash. $20 bill. <laughs> Cutting edge shit. That's when I was, I was really like, fuck this beat shit. Shout out Cash App, man. Yeah. And shout out any pro- beat producer actually getting some money because I never could. No, I was talking shit about Shit is so fucking annoying. Oh, yeah, money. shout out Cash App, too. I was just shouting out the producers. Oh, no, for real, yeah. yeah. Shout out to the major producers. You were saying um, the engineers don't get enough credit. I, I definitely don't think they do and producers often you know they get more credit but some of them are swept under the rug too yeah. or taken off the credits um, you know there's That's engineers true. like young thugs engineer doesn't get enough credit alex to my he has a lot of work he has to do oh well and when alex met thugger um in uh, darp studios in atlanta uh alex had just taken over and was overseeing he heard someone yelling in the uh, one of their studio rooms and came in there and was like what the fuck is going on and Thug is yelling at some dude. He can't get my vocals right. And dude's like, you know, he sounds like fucking shit. Who cares? And, you know, they got into that fight. And Alex was like, just get the fuck out of here and let me run the session. And they created, uh, was it uh, Danny Glover? Mm. Or that that was like their first first yeah. song when they said. And then, so Thug that's, was like, I don't want anyone to ever record me or mix me again other than you. And no one has. If you ever hear Thug on a song not mixed by Alex, it, do- it doesn't sound like him. It sounds uh, fucking really bad. That that speaks what well, we were having that conversation about Thug or uh, whatever yeah. earlier. How it's like he's a different type of artist. He's he, he's he's different now because uh, Danny Glover. Going back to that, um, those mixtapes that he had, uh, Slime Season. I can't even fire sit there and go. <laughs> go back to I'm up or whatever and I can't remember all the other ones oh what was it Barter Barter 6 was what really got me me you know why I bought Barter because everyone was was hating on it on Facebook everyone was talking shit and anytime everyone talked shit I'm like I I hated on it and I didn't even listen to it that's (laughs) the type of shit that I was on that's the time everybody was on yeah exactly I was sitting there talking mad shit about Thug the whole time you weren't alone though everyone was but then like see but I was already sharp to Thug at that time so I'm like yeah he's one of those two you can't just like play any Young Thug song for anybody you gotta play certain ones to yeah, get, get him in exactly. the door. Exactly. Like, like you have to play a certain thug song to like walk him through, and then it's like, okay, now I can like play this other shit for you that you might be. But I feel like anybody <laughs> like so like anybody that you would really be playing a thug to are already heard some thug songs because like they they've already heard Stoner, they've already heard Ill, they've already heard Lifestyle, they've already heard uh, Bussin' Out the Bando. Bussin' Out the Bando. Yeah. That's probably one of his hardest verses right there. 
I'm rags to riches to a feature with two. What song is that? I, I know the whole verse. Uh, Ti about the money. If it, if it ain't oh, about the money. My phone used yeah. to autoplay that in the car. Like every time I turn it on, for some reason, that's, that's the that first song that's my phone one of those plays. Songs you can't skip. Yeah, I never was really you, pissed about it. It's such a good you, song. But. You definitely can't skip that song. But like, it's a lot of thug songs that you can't skip though. For, for like, it's like if you really break thug down, like 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 it's like if you get past the the external shit. The, the if you if you get past the that fact that shit. that motherfucker wore a dress on the cover exactly. of his album and you listen to the album and was naked on the like, cover of the there's album, a, there's a couple of there's some songs on here that's heat. He really he created. Got, oh, go ahead. He got a. I was. I was I apologize. He had a song on. I forgot what the album was called when he had the dress, but it was called I think Future. And basically, that shit was like, called Jeffrey, right? <laughs> Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey, yeah. Jeffrey. That that he dress. Had, I believe, even I was like. What the fuck? Like, you couldn't even <laughs> defend that shit. It yeah, was like... Because I, def- I defend him in the cheated Hooters shirt and the cheated dress. Okay, I'm like, he's trolling. Okay, maybe he but maybe he's he suspect, that, whatever. He's talented. Yeah, I, there's no... De- nah. But he that basically on that song, like, he, like, channeled his inner future. Like, the artist's future. Mm-hmm. And... Psh, yeah, the, the tape he, was fire. Let me know if I'm shit. tripping. But I asked these guys earlier, is... Thug better than future. Thug can be better than future. Thug can be like like I prefer, like, I prefer, like hold on like he can be in the future or he can be at times. I put it like this, and I'm being all the way one hundred, and I mean we can have these debates and conversations if you want to. I can go back to Thug's catalog mm-hmm. and play that more than I could go back to Future's catalog and play that. The only thing I'm really truly playing from Future is March, March Madness. Madness. That's that's the only thing I'm truly playing. I mean, I got kind of lit when uh, Mask On had came on earlier. Yeah, I like that song. I was just never a huge Future fan. Like, DS2 was my shit. Yeah, Dirty Sprite 2. It's probably Mask On. See, I was a Yeah, team. I couldn't I even tell you fan. songs on <laughs> DS2. I just, sometimes I put on the album. Was DS2 was fan. hard, though. Yeah, that's that's the one I've listened to the most. Dirty Sprite. See, like, everybody says, like, Monster is hard. Like, like, and I listened to it, I just really wasn't feeling it like that. But, like we said earlier, though, you probably had to be in that element to, like, really catch that vibe that he was in. Yeah, because when I got, um, like like y'all said about the, um, you know, can't can't defend the dress and blah, blah, blah about Thug. Yeah. When everyone's talking shit on Barter 6, like it was so much on my feed. I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this man six ninety nine and I'm going to see what they're hating on. And so yeah. I, I bought it on iTunes. This is before Apple Music and shit was popping. And uh, I was like, this is fucking fire. And I hadn't really heard anything other than Lifestyle and a couple other ones. And I was a fan ever since then. Yeah. So, I don't know. In my opinion, I think Thug is is like an artist artist. And Future is more of just a rapper. But Thug does, I don't know. He does a yeah. lot of wild shit. Future's become I, I, a lifestyle. Yeah, Future is more of a lifestyle. And I got to give them both credit because now everyone imitates both of them. Yeah, yeah. Auto-tune, effeminate dressing, trolling. From my way. Like a fun day. Like a sharp eight. That <laughs> six. Ooh. Yeah, that shit went. That shit went. Who um halftime? Who are some of who are some of the artists recently? Because I don't want to ask you in the past. Right. Who are some of the artists recently in the city that um their projects you were like, yeah, well, you've worked on everybody's projects, I'm sure. So Um 
You know, it's going to be a typical answer. My favorite projects that that um, I've bumped, you know, myself recently are like, um, you know, Smooth, um, Drix. What songs of Smooth have you uh, done in the past? Shit, all of them. All of them. <laughs> Don't ask that question. You already know that. <laughs> I, I've I, done all of Drix too, and um, I really like Plain View's last project, and that's one I can say I didn't mix the whole thing, or I, I may have mixed very few of it, because there was a couple of me in Plain View's projects, you know, for a while I did mix like two or three projects, and then he kind of just like, you know, um, I understand like wants to experience different i told him go shop around you know what yeah. i mean go get different vibes and be so, an artist like be an artist yeah. like you ain't held down to fucking this basement with me you know what i mean <laughs> but, but it's okay he's he's <laughs> all be back he's also my neighbor they always come back yeah and that's why i say go shop around but you know what I mean? <laughs> talk but, your shit <laughs> I, I fuck i fuck with um i fuck with playing views project um, a lot of, some other artists I've recorded that I really fuck with their music lately, though, is one that stands out. C-Riv is making some good shit right now that's on, uh, you know, under wraps. Um, I wish Johnny Mac would push his music more, like... That's the thing that to, I've heard that... He has... Yeah, like, it sounds it's, it's tough, yeah, it's I've tough got, to, like, a 20 tracks that I I might I might just put into a fucking album myself and release it on, on Apple well. Music under Drop Ruiner it. Labs because like there's well. honestly like you know and I don't say that about too many people there's songs that I've you know had to upload to my phone and I want it on my phone so I can listen to it anywhere and you like hear a fire lot of and I hear I mean I've mixed uh, just for reference humble brag whatever uh, like. 5,200 plus songs in the last five years. So when I say I have a low tolerance for bullshit, I have a very low. If if it doesn't even catch me in the first four seconds and I can hear the mix is fucked up, it's like, don't you know what I mean? Like, I just don't, don't no one has time for that. And that's to any artist. Like, if you don't put 100% into the production, engineering, rap, everything, make sure it's good. When you send it to a label, how long you, you think they're going to give you? Yeah. Less than four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> they get yeah, CDs from every... It's like me. People send me songs. Can you give me some tips? It's like... I don't know what tip you I want. Can, I, can give, I can give you tips, but it's, it's more so... It's the experience. Yeah. Like, some people get it. And I don't want to say, like, try don't. harder, do it more, do it repetitively, do it longer, spend years at it. It's common knowledge, but... Like and I can, I can hear they the. They want you to tell them turn the compression down. They have an AQ this. One of the hard thing about telling anyone how to improve their mix is if they're an engineer mixing other artists, the mix isn't always your choice. Like, I have mixes that people are like, uh, you know, that mix sucks. What happened? And I'm like, I have to explain. Like, it's not always my mix. Like, I can mix it. Like he saw me mix it, and an artist will come back down there and be like, "Can you turn the hook down ten decibels?" auto-tune it, put a sound effect, and it's like, we're taking it from where, and and I, before we do all that, I'll be like, I I promise you, trust my opinion, that yeah. it's good, and people will like it. If I like it, I'm 99% sure other people, they yeah. might not like it, but they'll feel it, at least, I'm feeling it right now. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, nah, I do all that, and then it's like, I sit there and like, damn, now it's fucked up, and then people say, mix is fucked up, and no shit, because they're not That's the first thing like, that they want to run to. That's one of the first things they'll run to. Oh, he didn't mix my voice right, man. I told him to do this, this, this. When it's the other way around. Yeah. Maybe yeah. next time you'll listen. And not like I've done 100% good work. I mean, I, 
I'm human and have my bad days like any anyone else, but they can always be redone. You're one of the best, though. Thank you, sir. You're Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I didn't even aim to get to this point. It's just I like in 2013, I couldn't just like when I was having um, my first son. You know, I wasn't employed. I couldn't. I fuck McDonald's wouldn't even hire me. I got turned down at McDonald's, and I've had neck surgery, so I can't work construction. And so um, I needed money bad, so I just put it on Facebook, 15 an hour, you know, uh, however many hours you need, recording, and started posting pictures of the gear I had and, you know, professional I've sound. Had gear. Yeah, I've always, and at that point, I had just had um, the custom U67 built by this guy named mm-hmm. Eric Heiserman out in Chicago. And uh, he came up too, he's just bought a Tesla. But uh, yeah. I've bought three or four mics from that dude, and uh, people started. Work. I just needed money for my kid and just to to eat. And I never really. If the goal in my mind was not to get good or not to do this or that. It was like I really need food for my money. kid. Damn. And through that, I just found that I really liked. You know, out of everything I'd done, production, uh, rapping, um, beat making, uh, editing, anything, the engineering. When I started doing that, I'm like, okay, this is where I fit in because I love doing this. This this is my lane, and I like kind of playing the background, but knowing that my hand is all over and my hand is in the pot, but Mm -hmm. no one knows whose hand it is. I was like, that's kind of like everything about it was appealing to me. So. Um, I think if if you are gonna get into this shit for the money, you're you're gonna be in for a, a. very bad time, man. And I, you know, it's probably kind of cliche to say that, but really, you gotta like, spend so much money. It's, people don't if, realize if yeah. that's your if that's your motive, it's not worth it. Yeah, because if that's your motive, you're gonna sink. Like I just built a studio for um, it's YRF for my my boy Thug and Taylor, and um, fuck, I think we put thirty or forty thousand in a week. Thug, uh, Luciano. I knew that. Yeah, shout See, out to Thug too. We need to link up with him. That's that's a name where I had people text say you. when people say Thug, I yeah. know who they're talking yeah. about. Right. But then it's like I gotta kind of hear the I gotta hear mm-hmm. the name to know like okay like yeah we on the same page. What was that video he just dropped? Uh, that shit was hot. super hard. <laughs> he has he he's another one that shout has shout out some Thug, sh- shout out Gabby G, shout out Hit King, man. That shit was lit. And fucking um, that was lit. Yeah. But yeah, we dropped forty grand on that studio. So if you're an up and coming engineer and you want to compete, just have like fifty racks ready and be ready to make ten bucks an hour for a couple of years, and you'll be good. Have you ever? <laughs> have you gotten any complaints at your house? Uh, like what do you mean From noise like complaints? Noise, yeah, noise complaints. Um, when I first started doing beats real loud all day and all night, I went to my well. First of all, to the right is this like hundred year old Asian dude. And <laughs> literally, he's like 95, I think. And oh, he is, he does not, no matter what happens, there could be a shooting. He, he will not come outside. And I had talked he to him. To and yeah, I talked to him and said, I'm going to be doing loud music. So if you have a problem, come to me. Don't call the police. Yeah. And he's, he said, it's we can fine. Get it. We, we, fine. Can, we can and figure it out better this way. My other neighbor said, you, you know, your studio window is right next to my bedroom window. But I know you're doing what you love. So... Because I you love move you. Your fucking window. Yeah. You move your no, no, he said, uh, because you're doing what you love, I'm not going to tell you to turn it down or, or anything. He said, or call 911. He said, no, now, he said if, if it happens on the other side, I, they're going to be in, I'm going to war for the lifetime they own that house. Yeah. But he's like, 
I got one for you. I was like, well, thank That's God. Dope. And then um, hold on, Shauna and then we we got the street, we got you know? one more person here to show you cool. love. Super, so. they wouldn't. Yeah, Craig, we got one more person here showing you love. What up? Oh, what's that, <laughs> We got Jamal in the him. building. I knew it was him. I thought he was going to say hi. Hello, Jamal. You like <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, bro? <laughs> Man, we got Craig here. We just, you know what I'm saying, showing him mad love, you know, supporting him 100% and just showing every love for everything that he's done for the city. Um, is there any way that Craig has impacted you as an artist? Yeah, he didn't match Jamal to the quality sound, bro. Um, he's the reason I got back got back on it for real, because I didn't really have no quality place to be on That's real. Our studio shit was just all over the place. Yeah, but get back into being an artist for instead of just jumping on beats and just racking on shit. That's real. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it. That's real. Well, smooth, man. We we appreciate the phone call. You know, we was just talking about your ass clowning you a little bit. <laughs> Hey, actually, Chingy did not come up. You brought him up. So how did it, now it will come up? How did it feel? To, how did it feel to mix right there for one of the hottest Midwest artists? Oh, cause of shit. <laughs> I wish I had mixed. Hey, I'm gonna up. get off the phone before Smooth come and knock my ass out. Oh shit! Is well, he gonna pull up? No, nah, he, he if he pull up, he gonna kick my ass. That's why I got hurry up in this interview. <laughs> hey, he's a Buddhist pacifist. Hey, they don't make, they don't make him like him. Much love, bro. Love, smooth. That's yeah, another person. That's that damn fight. Man, shout out to Smooth 100. Yeah, my definitely guy. shout out to Smooth. That's my guy. He's one of the most stand up, realest guys that you're gonna meet. He yeah. honestly kept me going through 2017 because a lot of my old artists had you know stopped or just you know moved on in life and uh i met smooth and like um it took him a while to get in the studio because i was like packed and then it was months later i you know was like okay you want to work blah 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 and i didn't i didn't put two and two together that he was the dude i used to watch at mixed martial bars in like 2011 or 12, he's been. I used working. to go there with with Mr. 2K, and we used to drink tall cans and watch. And I just always remember, um, you know, the, he's the only one that ever stood out. I couldn't tell you it. You know, I know some of the names, but I he was the only mentionable and and Krim. But I was already good friends with Krim. Shout, shout out, out to Krim. Krim. Shout out Krim. Shout out to the whole global hustle. Krim and uh, Krim and me did a show at the shop in Derby. I think the audience was a whopping three people. And uh, I so I know where Krim uh, comes from. And, I'll go back. And we, and we go back. And I don't think we've spoken in a while, but it doesn't matter. Like, I fuck with Krim. Nah, Salute, and I'm proud of him. Now nah, he's working with Scott Storage. And Scott Storage. Out there in Cali, living his Living his life. dream, yeah. He's yep. living mm -hmm. it, man, with his daughter. You know, some and, amazing things. Yeah, and I know he remembers back to those multiple shows at fucking Derby where Dan, like... <laughs> The fucking dirt out you of know all I, the places though, Derby, Derby. Kansas. Well, Derby boy. and like I think one in Hayesville, and you know the type of people. It's like, why are you booking rap shows at the like? 
I just remember some, there's like damn near, you know, the Nazi bikers are there. The, Get the hey, strap. Hey. This is a setup. <laughs> but it's just like, why are we doing this? And of course, there's we walk in, it's like, okay, of course, now it's going to be an all-out war. And always, like, the, when that happened, it's like, as soon as the sets are done, like, something is said, and now we're all throwing hands. Someone gets hit with a bottle or shooting, like. You've seen some crazy shit. I have seen, yeah. Oh, boy, I've got some stories from the studio and other otherwise being out at the club but some shit we probably have to talk about off camera oh there's a few things i can talk about um one of my i can't say it's one of my favorite stories it's one of the stories that tell the most that of the um the if you wonder why i'm a dick sometimes series about the studio shit um a dude pulled up and uh, I was only charging 25 an hour, so I'm like, you know, two-hour minimum. So I was expecting to at least get 50 bucks, and that was yeah. going to go towards something that I needed. So he pulls up, and he's smoking a blunt, and his girl's drinking a Heineken in the car. And it, that's not surprising. Like That's pretty much every session. Some that's the like, lifestyle. That's the lifestyle. So, I'm, you know, I'm not tripping. I was high at the time, like, really not tripping. And him and his chick come in, and, um, you know... I don't even need to talk about how fucking loud and annoying they were, but that's not what I was worried about. That's my job to deal with shit like that. But uh, he's, like, in the booth rapping, and he says something about a car, and this is not not bullshit, not made up, and he stops rapping. I'm like, yo, you need me to run it back? Or what's up? And he's like, no, I left my my baby in the car. And I was like, your baby? And he's like, yeah, hold on. He runs out to the car. It's like the middle of winter, and he brings in, like, a six- to nine-month-old baby. And I was like, hey, get the fuck out of my house, bro. He's like, you, you serious? I was like, give me the money and get the fuck out, bro. I'm not playing. And I got the 50. And he's like, so can we record, like, without my family next time? I'm like, don't ever fucking call me again, bro. I'm not playing. Yeah. Like, I don't not, understand. I was like, I don't play the, the fu- fucking with the kids shit. I don't not play about kids. There's. Yeah, but they did that intentionally. And uh, no, he he just forgot the kid. But yeah, and oh, damn. he was sitting there in the booth, booth rapping about a car, shit, and then he said something about a car, and it tricked. No, 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 no. Yeah, like I understand have. all of that. I understand all of that. But like, I'm I I I still have to question how can any parent leave their kid in the car? Have you ever heard the commercial that says something like? Uh, it's been happening a lot. Leave lately. something important in the back seat so that you leave won't your fucking your baby. shoe. <laughs> Crazy I saw I that heard. commercial. Like, bro, like, the baby is the important exactly. thing. <laughs> exactly. Your, like, your phone or your shoe is. A motherfucker ain't gonna forget their phone. You're not gonna forget your wallet. If it slips out, it slips I out. I probably will, but, but yeah. No, I'm I, not forgetting my baby. Yeah, I'm reckless, but there's one thing I'm not reckless about, and that's my kids. We can't be that reckless. When I'm with my kids, I'm like a. Di- What's we up? got one more. <laughs> oh, we got one more. I got a few more stories after this, too. We got one more. Is it gonna be a dick in answer? What up, man? Yo, what up? What's happening? We're just eating egg rolls, chilling. You know. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you that don't know, we got Plainview on the phone. Plainview, how you Plainview? living? Plainview. Y'all live? Yeah. yeah. Not live on Facebook, but live on the. Yeah, this is gonna be on the live episode, on the podcast. bro. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, caught you, caught you. So we're just sitting here, you know, what I'm saying, giving Craig his Craig his roses, you know, what I'm saying, uh, appreciating him for everything that he's done for the city, and just you know, recognizing him for hard, all of his hard work, you know, what I'm saying, at the lab and everything. So, is there any uh, story? Is there anything you got to say about how you know Craig might have impacted your career? Man, bro, my whole development in in the auto tune shit is with Craig, like. He's the one that helped me create the sound I got today. So, like, shit, all, all of his work that he done for me, that shit, like, transpired me to be the artist I am today. So, really, like, you know, he'll tell you in a better way because I don't really know how to put shit in words, but he just helped me nurture the sound that I got today, man. Appreciate it. That's love. That's, That's love. what I aim to do. That's love. You, you don't have any uh, crazy ass, <clears throat> crazy ass drunk stories of Craig or anything. Man, bro, we we got too many. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say you're gonna have to pick Man, one. We be, we be in the studio just like every days where you won't, you won't be feeling it. A lot of people don't know that. Like mm-hmm. not every day you go to the studio and, and it's a good vibe and it's you just clicking. It's a lot of days where we're bumping heads. We're like, mm-hmm. you know, like we need a break type shit, but it's, it's like you, to work with an engineer, you gotta vibe out with them, you know? Yep. You gotta have the synergy and shit. You can't just, that's why people just think this shit easy, but it's not mm-hmm. easy. You gotta like really uh, have the right people in your corner, you know, like vibe out with them so that the, uh, the energy that you put into the booth, you know, can be a clean one. Definitely. Definitely. Hey, he speaks he, the he, truth. He spoke nothing but the truth. We he have, just dropped have, gems. We bump heads a lot. It's funny as shit if you can see it. <laughs> Man, if I could be a fly on the wall to right. see, be, have a listen to a plain view session with Craig, oh, that'd be crazy. Come sit in sometime. Nah. Nah, you'll nah, be bored as fuck, bro. See, I knew he was going to say some shit. <laughs> I knew he was. But hey, plain view, we ain't going to hold you, bro. We're going to go ahead and get ready to get out of here in a little bit. But we appreciate your call, man. Love, bro. Love, bro. Much love. Yeah, what he was talking about with the auto tune. That's the last one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Many as you want. I'm not tripping. Um, the auto tune is kind of what I was saying about Thug when Alex met Thug. Like he just instantly knew what to do with him. When I met Kit, not only did I not know he was my neighbor, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about his. I literally didn't know anything about his music. I just booked. He booked a session, and when he started rapping, I was like. No, I know exactly what to do with this. And he mm-hmm. spits some hook, and he's trying to tell me suggestions. I was like, hold up. Just don't say anything, and when I'm done mixing, you tell me suggestions. And so I started mixing, and, and I'm like, I know exactly where to go with the auto-tune and reverb and all. You know, he he's like mini Travis Scott type yep, sound. Yep, yep. And uh, I, I did it, and we, we rocked and made like, you know, two albums after that. Just And he, he works quick, I work quick, but... It was one of those things where I just heard his voice and like, oh yeah, he's perfect for auto tune. And yeah. he uses auto tune as an instrument. It's on, mm-hmm. on, honestly like, other people try to Im- mimic him or mimic future, mimic Thug with the auto tune. Yeah, you gotta and have the right you, voice. You, you, you gotta have the right, and you gotta know how to use it. Exactly, too. it's you not. Can't, a you magic can't just go tool. in and try and recreate or the, that sound, like try and sound mm-hmm. just like them. Like you can't do that shit. Like. It has to be your own style, and you have to have, like, a flow to it. It's psh. 
You gotta have it. You can't force it. I remember that time you put auto tune on my shit. And I thought that was the funnest shit in the world. Well, cause you were singing first. Singing of all. my heart out, and then we played. We played. I'm never singing. I need auto tune. I gotta. Have nah, bro. We played it back, and I was like, "Yo, cut that shit. Like, <laughs> cut that shit. That shit's gotta go. Like, nah, my voice on auto tune is ass. Like that shit. Is I have people trash. all the time. They're like, like it'll be, God, what is it? A few months ago, it's like the sh- fucking one of the shittiest songs I've ever heard. And I, I couldn't even tell you what artist it is and give a fuck if, if they know what I'm talking about. But they were like, um, can you just make this sound like how Young Thug does when he uses the hev- heavy, like, with the chorus effect? And I was like, I, I guess if you, like, pray and, and inherit his body it, and soul. I can like, You just don't have the sound. Yeah, Young like, Thug is aiming to do that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, do you hear what you're doing? This isn't even anywhere near near close mm-hmm. to the style. Just stylistically. Yeah. And let's not talk about the 50,000 other things that's not like this. But yeah. like, let's, let's have a The average consumer doesn't know too much about recording and engineering or whatnot. They think it's like a plug-in. Like, it's yeah. easy. Yeah, like, let's you know, have like a verse that sounds like Mozzie. Let's have Young, th- let's put <laughs> young Thug on, on the hook. And then we're going to finish out with a Travis Travis Scott bridge to take it away. Like, exactly. it'll be the craziest shit. I only Blue first started girl. hearing that shit, like, when Future and them started dropping, like, what was it? Like, I know they've been dropping for a while, but I really noticed it in, like, 2014. Mm-hmm. Everyone was rapping like I want to say everyone, but everyone was rapping like f- trying beast, to rap like future. Whatever your beast mode dropped, that was yeah. it. Yeah, that was it. And like it's still that today. It changed rap forever. Now, ever like nearly it all sounds the same. Yeah, I mean, like not not all of it, of course. I've mm. listened to all new music, but like. Damn, it's so you got, so you crazy, got some man. that you just know that they're trying to sound like this person. God, what did I listen to the other night? That I listened to something by Yachty that came on Apple Music nope. and it totally fucked up my high. Like it nope. was one of the. I just wanted to call. I, I was like, I wish I was really in the industry for no other reason than, than to like see Yachty in person and be like, bro, you suck fucking dick at this shit. Craig like, would be the Joe Budden uh, <laughs> of, the, uh, of the mixers. Like he would, he would tell everybody, like, what the fuck were you telling him <laughs> as he was recording? That's kind, yeah, and that's kind of how I am. But what's um? <laughs> do you feel like that you know doing what you do, you have to be able to accept criticism? Yeah. Oh, and you mean as a as an artist? Do the artist or do I? You yourself. Oh yeah. Like there's, if some well, if, if someone's following in the footsteps of Craig and they're trying to build. Oh, they. I can even run down a list of things that I had to learn as skills that people think are just who I am. They're not. If you want to be an engineer, you first have to learn people skills. You have to be able to re- relate to like all races of people, all economic classes, all people. Mm-hmm. Period. And like if you're going to be an engineer, um I hope you're like really versed in crime and criminals trust you because you'll be I work with I mean, I probably worked with 20 or 30 people that have, you know, caught capital murder cases or beat them or I just had a client that just got 18 federal bank robberies. I've had the FBI at my house three times. I've had the KBI there twice. I've had the police over 10 times over artists. And so if that if that intimidates you at all, uh, this it goes down if, if you really want, when when you really get a lot of clients and you want to I guess I've always, you know, I've grew up on 13th and Fairmount. I've always been in the streets. So I guess my clients are all I've always recorded like gangster rap. Mm-hmm. So, but that's 
if you want to be an engineer, that's what you're going to be recording. That's what's hot, and yeah. it's primarily what's hot. But that, and you have to be able to accept criticism. I would not be as good as I am now if you know all the years that people are like, "This is fucked up," this is fuck, and I'm I'm just like, "Show me," or they want to change, and and like you got to be able to realize that like what you made that you think is perfect, it might it might hurt your feelings a little. It's not perfect to them. So change change that, or you you might be doing bad. You might actually suck at, at that point. And I can admit that there's plenty. If I wouldn't have told myself like you fucking suck, like get better, like what what the fuck are you doing and wrong? And if you can't look yourself in the mirror and grow, say that, you, yeah, and, yeah, and you can't say that just with a you know, and oh, accept it, you probably won't be very good at it. Um, I do stress pe- people tolerance. Tolerance is the the main word. That and if patience. Tolerance and patience. If you and don't you, have those two things, you know things, all about that shit too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very patient. This <laughs> shit gets too. annoying, man. But I'm I've, very. I've sat with him through a session, and then he's told me about sessions where like he's recorded for uh, with somebody. And they literally, they you know, it's that era where people don't want to write their shit. They want to freestyle the yeah. whole thing. So it's like they stop. I just like, tell people, they're like, can I freestyle in there? Like, you I mean, for two hours. it's going to be expensive ass freestyle. Go as exactly. long as you want. I said, all I do is sit over here on Facebook. I don't, I don't give a fuck what you do in there. You tell me, go you back, record a go dog back, barking man. in there. I'll record it. <laughs> and then some people just will have their whole vision and you'll know that it's not very good and when it's not their vision too they'll, right. they'll be inspired by somebody else or something yeah it's and not even their vision and, and, and they have to force it on you and you know that like you know being an engineer you have to um really and genuinely value quality mm-hmm. and value the artist like yeah. i don't just like people think that engineers oh they just do this for money and like if i really wanted money i would go back to doing it work yeah. Like when I worked for Cisco Systems, it was nothing to get. Oh, so that was money. Yeah, it was Cisco. Twelve hundred a weekend to drive uh, each way, and then three thousand a week for fucking one class. That would be cush as fuck. Seventy five a day for food. Like I'm talking about money. real money. I don't, and I I make engineer money now, which is which is cool. But you know the perk of that is that no one tells me what the fuck to do, say, or you know anything. Um, so. If you want money, don't do this. Um, you will get money if you try hard enough, but uh, I don't know. Like you were saying, patience and tolerance, mm-hmm. those would take you farther in life, maybe not just engineering in all areas of life. Because if you don't have patience, like imagine having 10 really loud, drunk, like gangster rappers behind you, like literally screaming and spilling shit. And then you're you're Showing trying to mix, yeah, flashing guns on Instagram and shit, leaving guns in the studio. I've had that happen so yeah. many times. Hey, I left some on the couch, and I, like, can you go check? And it's like, you know, Glock Glock seventeen, fully loaded, off safety, ready to go, or it's you know uh, this or that. Said that and, wrong one time, and it's. <clears throat> oh yeah, and so just shit like that. But you got the ten guys behind you, and you're mixing, and they're tapping mm. you. Like that's one thing that I will cuss someone out over when they tap my shoulder. Hey, it's like don't fucking touch me, bro. Like that'll take me <laughs> out of the, the engineer. Some crown, or I mean, not crown, but some hen. Some hen, and, and you're getting pissed at everyone. Like, yeah, like I've only had to cuss a couple people out for doing that. They're usually like, very I'm respectful. Bad. Yeah. I mean, when you see his the studio etiquette, no though, to be respectful. 
Like yeah. you, you gotta be. Yeah, you'd special. be sur- you'd be surprised. You should. Be. <laughs> you should be. And, sh- and shout out to shout out to his wife. She's an Ohio State fan. Much oh yeah, shout yeah. She's to- she's from Ohio. She's yeah. a huge Ohio yeah. State. Fan. I, I uh, walked through and I saw Ohio State and I was like, hey, like that's that's <laughs> that's my shit. Like I know that, but four times you you got it. Um, bro, you're a legend in this city. Thank Big you. Tom. Like I said, you're you 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 are. You are a key part of the formula that's going on right now. I appreciate and, it. And you also have your hand in a lot of things outside of the city as well. Um, what is some advice that you can give to up-and-coming engineers? Up-and-coming engineers um, just looking for their way. Here's, you know, and this is shit I think about a lot because I'm not just like a guy that goes and mixes shit and then forgets about it. Like, I... I am obsessed with every single area of this from the psychology to the actual music to the engineering to the production, like everything I obsess about, like I'm OCD. And um, so one thing I would say to these um, up-and-coming engineers, if you really want to be an engineer, like you want to be an engineer like what me or Jake or someone does and be a studio owner slash, you know, mixing engineer slash editing engineer slash you know, mastering engineer. Um, first, your studio has to be dope. People, if you didn't invest in yourself, people do not need to. It's not that they don't want to. They don't need to invest in, in you. Then they shouldn't invest in you. Yeah. Why the fuck should someone give you money when you didn't you didn't put any money to the shit it. that they want to do? Like, yeah. would you go to McDonald's if it was just a, you know like a cardboard box? It's a meth yeah. head on the corner selling <laughs> burgers. You know, what I mean, <laughs> like, and I've heard so many people that are, go to some studio. And they're like, bro, look, and they'll take pictures and videos, like, and yeah, they'll be like, look, look, look at this shit. Look at this shit. This shit is a fucking joke. All because you yeah. didn't want to answer, Craig. Damn. <laughs> yeah, and I've had that happen before. They're like, <laughs> they're like listen to this bullshit. Like, <laughs> can you save it at oh, all? I told you to wait a week. I told you to wait. But what, what, as a new engineer, what you need to do is stop learning about engineering. Stop it. You need to learn about gear. You need to learn about gear. And then build your gear. But, you know, you do need to learn about engineering. Like, yeah, uh, I'm about to say, you know. Cause you, you, you do, because you won't know you shit about the gear. So gear, but, like, no absolutely you know, shit. Yeah, so, okay. I guess that's part of studying the yeah. engineering. But, like, yeah, like, learning learning compression, learning, you know, different microphones, um, learning your mm-hmm. DAW, learning that. But the good gear is... and. Yeah. and uh, if you're talented at the other stuff and your gear is t- top notch, it'll not only make your job easier, it'll make people, you know, want to work with you. Like you think people want to, you know, think about social media. Does anyone want to come into your studio and snap or, or, yeah. or Instagram when it looks like shit? You want a place where they're like, oh shit, and they want to show everyone. Like, how will you get business if they don't broadcast it for you? Yeah, that's you're, crazy that he says like, that. Like your mixes, your studio is your business card. I don't give out business card, What's I give out mixes. For? What is he famous for? For the light. For that red fucking Fucking light. light. Little tasteful touches. What made you do that? (laughs) Um, It was two years ago, and um, the light was just sucked in there. It was like that bright fluorescent light, and it was just burning my fucking eyes out. So I just looked around for an LED system I could control from the computer to change to whatever color I wanted, and then I just kind of fell in love with the red red light easy on the eyes and yeah. it's mm-hmm. not too anything it's kind of neutral but it's 
like a good party environment, music environment. So. When I was at like your it house, sets that tone from the moment that you for real, yeah, for real. When I was at his house, I didn't, I didn't I set it that. out like that. I just bought a light though. Yeah. But when I used it in session, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start mixing. I changed it to red. I was like, well, that does kind of set, and it made mixing easier for me because it's mm-hmm. like a, a vibe. And it's it's like, a yeah. whole different vibe. When I was in there and he hit that light. I was like, my mom made it. Like, it's man, different. like it's it's a whole different feel. Like, Scooney was in there spitting or whatever, and we had the light regular. And then, like, halfway through his verse, he just turned <laughs> on and it was go mode, and it just changed everything. Like the whole atmosphere. It was just like next thing you know, it's just like you just are sucked into the music. Like yeah. it's just like you're like. That's all you hear. You're into that element. Yeah, now. bro. Yeah. Like, man, genius move. Yeah, the, the other thing I'd say for engineers is, like, there's a lot to learn, so focus on one piece piece at a time. Mm-hmm. Whether it's your gear or it's building a studio or whatever, like, do it piece by piece. If you're going to learn compression, fucking learn compression. Don't, like, at the same time, don't try to learn EQ and compression and this and that and mm-hmm. D, you know, DSing and not, you that. know, s- like, you're not going to even understand what I'm talking about when I say, like, notch EQ, subtractive, you know, work or anything like that. If you don't have the, if you have the foundation of all that shit, then, you know, the higher up shit will make a lot, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of sense. But Yeah. Lots of YouTube tutorials. You don't need to spend Lots money of... on audio school. We spoke about do that. not. We spoke about that the other day. I did not yeah. spend money on audio school. I spent money on computers, and I watched a lot of YouTube. YouTube, t- and YouTube I, tutorials are the. And I and I did it. I got a YouTube degree. too. Yo, yeah, like one well, the other key is like to any engineer, no matter what you have, like don't let me get you down. I'm just saying, if you want to get like top, like relevant, relevant. You need all that shit. But do you think that when you start, just do it. Just yeah. fucking do some shit. Like, do you think that there is any plus side to going to school for it? There can. Um, like, like, like a school like Full Sail. Um, there was uh, a friend of mine. His name is Gennaro Schiano, and um, he went to SAE. Okay. I think it is, and um, I think he spent around two hundred fifty thousand to get yeah. that degree. Yeah. And he said. So he was $250,000 in, in debt. debt. Yeah, in, in Miami. And he said his first studio job, um, he, was, he was homeless. To work there, they wouldn't let him sleep inside, and he was having to pay to engineer. And so he was sleeping outside and barely eating. They would buy him a little bit of food. And he said for six months he was homeless and, and paying them to record. And he said so then finally they let him in the studio, still homeless. And now he doesn't have to pay the engineer. He's also not getting paid. Now he's the janitor. And he did that for a year. And then they let him start doing some paid engineering. Um, within a year of that, he met uh, someone named Damian Marley. When Damian met him, Damian hired him as his sole engineer. And he's done shit now for Rick Ross and the all, all these Jamaican artists. And now he actually lives on the Marley compound in Jamaica. Man, that's... So- but Dope. but That's he, beautiful. but listen to the part where he was fucking homeless for three years and so yeah. hungry that he wanted it. He was willing to. He was the only dude like they had that spot, but he's the only dude will, willing to sleep. You know, be homeless for. Yeah. If you're not willing to do it for free, you got to take it there. Then you probably shouldn't do it mm-hmm. because 
you have to yep. pay your dues. You like, have to love you, it. You have, yeah. it. People people are so quick to turn something down when it doesn't have a paycheck, you know, signed to it. You know, you have to be willing to put in the time and the, and the work without the money behind it, just for the love of it, just for that yeah. passion. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the big credits you see, I didn't get paid for a lot of that, but I didn't care. Like, I love those artists, and I and I may eat off the credits anyway, yeah. but more because I love those artists, and this is what I always aim to do is mix, like, actual rap songs. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I don't mean, mean to shit on any local artists, but, you know, like, industry. Yeah. Industry yeah. songs. Yeah. And a lot of my artists, not a lot, but some are industry, are getting industry now, you know. But I dig, I dig. Man, Craig, I hope that we have shown as much love to you that you have for the city in this little bit of time that we've had you. I hope that you continue to shine and do everything that you're doing because you're on a roll. Like we said, you are the part of the formula. Thank you, sir. We appreciate you for everything that you've done. Um, we're going to keep you in our prayers for everything that you've been going through. We're going to keep Big Cliff in our prayers. And Thank you, sir. We're going to keep that family in our prayers. And just just continue to be the great guy that you are and just continue to keep grinding because, man, we want to see everybody win. And I appreciate it. This is the the most love anyone's shown to me in a long time. So I appreciate both of y'all. I needed this today. And, like, um, damn, you know, I've kind of been off the scene for a few months. So this kind of gives me energy to... Work Back again. like you never yeah, left. So yeah. I can never leave it. I do. I do leave sometimes, but it's only a, you know. You I can. I can't leave too, it. Right? Yeah. yeah, you gonna get. You gonna get. Some you about to get some new clients. Hit me up. I'm open. Hey, um, boom. Shop open. Ruiner Labs. Let's work. It is. It is a good transitional period because a lot of again, like a lot of the artists I was recording for a couple of years, you know. It's like anything. Like you do shit for two or three years and yeah. you're not seeing a return and. It's like fuck this shit, and it's like I understand. It. And you got four albums, like you're kind of accomplished for yourself. You have yeah. your your music, yeah. like so. This is a point where a lot of those people stopped, and I have a lot of openings there from 2014 to 2017. That whole time period, I wasn't accepting new clients, like, not one. It was all. And people thought I was just bullshitting when I would post a status like, "Hey, I'm accepting new clients. If you want to hit me up," and someone was like, "Does that actually work?" And I'm like. No, I actually work. Like this the thing is, is that I'm booked operate. so much that I, I'm being serious. That I, I'm letting people know that tried to get in that I probably ignored. That you know it's open. But, there's yeah. there's reasons behind it. He's not an asshole, ladies and gentlemen. Don't tell you, don't believe that at all. I can be, but just treat me fair, and I'll treat you fair. Man, I hey, I can go there. Good business. Mm. Good business. Uh, yeah. Where, uh, is there any way, that you, anything that they, you want them to be able to find you or look you up or anything? Um, You could really just look up Ruiner Labs on Facebook. What? Or, you know, like um, R-U-I-N-E-R-L-A-B-S. But, um, Shout out Ruiner Labs. That's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> home you got. What What were you saying? Um, God, you're saying something about he's not an asshole. And, like... I'm really not an asshole as long as people are keep it 100. Like, when you do fucked up business, like, if you book right. two hours with me, it's 50 an hour, two-hour minimum. If you come and are like, oh, I only got 50, I will, yeah. I'll probably not only cuss you out and get hostile out, you know, I'll never fuck with you ever again or anyone you fuck with. I'm, like, my fuse is short. I don't fuck with anyone's shit. You'll never see me half-ass a mix, so I expect you not to half-ass any business with me. And right. and that's very... And I'm a very nice person. I, you know, I am 
bipolar one and a, a felon. So I have this uh, bad side of me. I will not show you it if you just, Stay you know, cool. show me yeah. that, that you're, you know, straight up. Because that's how I weed people out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. But. You, just just continue doing you because all that negative energy or anything, we don't need yeah, it. I, I, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I just you, move forward and do the music and like all, you know, I could tell you a hundred bad stories, but I just shrug that shit off. And for every hundred bad stories, I got 10,000 good ones. So, always, you know. Always. Well, just continue doing what you're doing, man. And we 100% support you over here. Thank Point you, sir. Proven. Love you. Much love. Um, ladies and gentlemen. This has been an episode of Point Proven. I go by the name of Rello. That's R-E-L-L-O. Four times the genius. Forerunner.com. Man, if you're going to run, run the world. And everybody, please subscribe to that Forerunners YouTube page. Please yeah. subscribe to the Forerunners uh, official page. Yeah. Forerunners.com, like my brother Four Times said. And if you don't know by now, we have the OG, the legend, Craig <laughs> from Ruiner Labs. Hey, the original up? mix god. So much love to him. Appreciate you being being here dope and energy too man shout out craig man you sit <laughs> right you, here man shout you out man you dope, bro. appreciate it appreciate it we out